0: Welcome back to ThriveCast. I'm Jesslyn Schenken. I'm here with my awesome husband.
1: Benjamin Schenken.
0: And we are here with episode two. Thanks so much for coming back. And today we are going to talk about something to do with values and thriving and thriving your values. And,
1: and something values thrive, thrive values something. Thrive
0: values something. Yeah. So that's the that's official title. Thrive values something.
1: And we'll have to get our people to transcribe that later. Good luck.
0: Yes. Have fun, guys. Yep. Anyways, we say to the empty room we that, room we're in. Room that yeah, we have people. We totally we do, have people. See, he's my people and I, his people. It we're works. people.
1: You know, we you know people. We the people of we the United people. States of America. I don't know. I've, <laughs> <laughs> I never memorized oh, look, it. it's been a while since uh, high school, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> we should recite that sometime just for fun. Just for fun. Mm, On the podcast. Yeah, I don't know. Just the
0: entire Declaration of Independence Yeah, beginning to end. Because
1: that has to do with thriving. thriving. Anyways. Well, you got over there.
0: So, what you cannot see in my hand, because this is an audio podcast, is a really awesome little gray crumpled up piece of paper that was my foray into the world of origami.
1: It looks beautiful, folks.
0: It does not, but he's really sweet. (laughs) So, this is a, I believe they called it a humming whistle. Yeah, try it. Let me show you this beautiful noise.
1: Little known fact, but I'm trying to make it more widely known fact about Jessalyn. She actually can't make the sound with her tongue. So, like, with her, you know, so. (laughs) Yes, all that, all those uh, things are, you know, I'm sure they want to hear that in their ears. But anyway. You're welcome, guys. Yeah, that's good.
0: We are the best. So, I really rock at origami, as you could tell by the beautiful humming that Mm. came out of my Mm -hmm. little crumpled gray piece of paper. No. no ben no. tells me it has something to do with my spatial awareness. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about my spatial awareness is awesome. I only get lost every uh, We have a Fiat like, 500 guys and
1: Jocelyn cannot pack that thing for the living for the life of her. And no. so I she just she just, shove things she in. just <laughs> so, so she just like puts everything outside the car it's like all right, your turn. Like, all right, I'll pack it and I can get amazing. I can get your couch in there, your cow in there, <laughs> four chickens Sometimes five, um, your piano and everything, you know, it doesn't. Your
0: your your crystal chandelier, mm-hmm. it'll arrive safely. Mm-hmm. It'll be beautiful, mm-hmm. you know. And then seven people, and it, and
1: the, with the trunk to close and with everything, even if it's longer You'll than the car room. itself, it will fit in there because we fit it's... things
0: in. No, Ben fit things <laughs> into the Fiat 500 that we could not fit into his Jeep. The, <laughs> it's the car true. is a TARDIS, it's guys. It's, it's amazing. amazing. I' doesn't know I'm what that means. Sh- yeah. <laughs> I don't, but I, to, I agree I, with her. But, yes, you know, ma'am. You know, it's a Tardis. If you know what goes. that means, I like you. Yeah, you're a good person.
1: Something like that. Anyway, so we're uh, we're here and we're just talking about uh, values this week. Values. And um, today our value was to clean out the rabbit cage, and we yeah. that was really fun. So we took all the poop and then. Put it into a bucket and then they use that for the gardens, people here that we rent from, and they love our, the rabbit poop. They're like, This is cold. I'm like, so I'm glad excited you think about so. The rabbit poop. I, I'm not so excited like, about this. Yes, there.
0: you have more rabbit poop. That's And awesome. we've been getting,
1: uh, we got four eggs yesterday. Yay. That was amazing. Woohoo! They're all like four different colors. They're so cool. So we love our chickens. So we've been doing that and uh, just hanging out today. But, but we, you know, we issued a challenge last week where we wanted people to come up with five particularly that number (laughs) five values that they have that they live their life off so we you know took our own challenge and we tried to fulfill that but you know i'll let jesslyn explain you know how that came about so what we did
0: so um yeah we came up with five values and then just before the show i was like oh my goodness ben we forgot a really really important one that we didn't put on here and so he worked really, really hard to try and categorize it under something else, and I wouldn't let him do it. And I felt like it had to be its own separate thing. And so we have six values.
1: But I'll just say this though: one of our values is integrity. So I mean, yeah. You know, so
0: he had to, he told me that I could put the sixth value in there, but I I had to like come clean and you know confess. <laughs> so here's my heartfelt apology yeah, for not listening six to our own values. instructions. Okay,
1: okay. Anyways. No it's good <laughs> it's, it's all good anyway, so we're gonna list them off. I'll read them off, and then um, we'll kind of go through them one by one, and then we had some cool, amazing people We are really excited we had a this was our second week doing this. We had some people respond, and so we have their values, and they said well, we could share them or we you know they were posted on social media or whatever, and so we're gonna be sharing those too with you, uh, but we'll get to that later, and uh we'll have something for you later, so anyways, um. So the first one is, um, so we did, this is us together. So we obviously have our own values or two different people, but we decided, you know, as a married couple, who are we and who do we want to be and how do we want to live our life? And so, um, one of them is relational. And so we'll explain what that is. The second one is integrity. Uh, the third one is fun. The fourth one is direct communication and direct action versus indirect, and uh, the fifth is vision, and then the bonus one that uh, Jesslyn couldn't leave off there was holistic health, which I think is great. I just wish we could have fit in five, but that's okay. We can.
0: Six is a nice even number. It divides in half easily. <laughs> I
1: it's can't even one. one, three, five, seven, nine. Anyways, I guess, I can't I, I guess you can't even, Jessa. I can even. You can.
0: You can't I, even. I.
1: I, can, I. You can even. I can't even. Exactly. Hmm. Anyway, so back to number one. So you want to talk about relational and I'll I'll get to integrity. So Sounds go ahead and good. talk about explain what that means and then if you can give an example or whatever, that would be really cool.
0: Yeah, we talked about this one a little bit last week. Um but Ben and I are just a little bit off the beaten path. Mm-hmm. We don't like yeah. to follow the system for the sake of following the system. And so much of America's system is impersonal and doesn't have too much to do with relationship and we looked at our life and said that we wanted to live differently. So we wanted to live our life based on relationships and personal connections. So this comes into play a lot of different ways. One of them that is probably kind of More obvious is we really value deep community. We value having real connections. We value doing community with people. But the aspect of it we talked a little bit about last week, and that's not quite as obvious, is we want to make choices about our practical life based on relationship. So if we have stuff to store and we could pay a human being a per this one person or a small group of people versus paying a massive company we would rather do that and like our healthcare, even we mm-hmm. do something called a health share where it's a legitimate company that does this it's you know it fulfills all the requirements and everything but it's very cool you pay directly to people who have health needs who they file a claim with the company and you pay them directly and then if you have something that goes wrong they pay you and so your money's going directly to people and that's big for us we want to do things in ways that it directly helps out people
1: yeah, and we do things. One of the things we're challenged with right now, we stayed with a couple uh, a few weeks ago down in Texas. We were filming, and we stayed with uh, an older couple. I mean, not very old, but older than us. Older and than us. um, and one of the things that they do is they tip a hundred percent of the bill every time that there's like a a restaurant where there's a server. And we were just amazed by this. We were shocked. We're like. And they're like, you know, we just have done this for years. We, you know, they're believers in Jesus and they just, they just believe that abundance is a big thing about that is giving. And so they're just incredibly generous. We were Scott and Yvette, you guys are amazing, but we, we really we were challenged by that because we're like, I think this is something we need to do. And so, um, we've actually kind of adopted that as our practice. We're still building up to that being like every single time without fail, but, I would say nine times out of 10, we do that now. And so we probably eat out a little bit less so we can (laughs) afford to do that. But it's relational. We want to bless that person. We want to make sure the person in front of us is taken care of. And and there's a lot more examples there, but we're going to move on to the next one. So next one is integrity. And integrity for us is basically doing what you say you're going to do. And when Jess and I were dating, I drilled this into her because it's a very strong value of mine. It's not that she's not of hers, but... You know, just kind of how we defined that was a little bit different at the time.
0: I was a little overly flexible
1: <laughs> in
0: uh, between what I said and my implementation of that. Yeah,
1: it wasn't that she was flaky, but it was. But y- just a little yeah. bit flaky.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it wasn't she was flaky? Just a little bit flaky. Okay. Well, she said it, not me. All right. I just it's on recording now, so I don't want something's <laughs> coming back at me, but. But, you know, so we'd make plans and something someone would come up or whatever and you know, it wasn't like I could be inflexible point, like, Oh yeah, my grandma dad need to go to a funeral. Like, that's fine. That didn't happen, but interesting there's situations like that. But, you know, there's cases where you're like, Oh, I'm tired I'm more tired than I wanted to be or was thinking I'd be at this time and now I'm gonna cancel all the plans and I was that just I was like, that's not okay. And so we had some conversation about that and I said, You know what? I'd rather you like not make a plan with me or not you know, promise something, but like, if you say you're going to do something, I need to know that you're going to do it. And I need to know that you're going to show up unless it's out of your control that happened. But, but canceling really isn't an option. And we kind of adopted this policy of like Schenken's don't cancel, you know, it's like, you know, if we say we're going to do something, we show up, we do it. And And
0: for me at first it was fairly shocking. Like, uh, he took away my cancel card. But (laughs) as the time went on, It wasn't that like, oh, he's really inflexible and can't give up his plan or anything like that. It's not, he's actually very flexible and, you know, we would.
1: It's not rigidity. It's integrity. There's a difference.
0: And so, but it made me think rather than just saying yes to everything and then canceling them when they didn't fit my whims, you know, or when I was too tired or when I'd overbooked or whatever, it was like, oh, if I say yes to this. I need to follow through. Mm-hmm. And so it caused me to stop and be like, okay, well, do I actually want to say yes to this? And that's so much better because it's not negatively affecting the people around you where, you know, I still might say no to all the same things except I do it in advance rather <laughs> you than... You do it up front. Do it, yeah. Yeah. You don't, you
1: don't uh, ininten- unintentionally you're not deceptive or trying to trick somebody and trying to promise them you can't do is deliver mm-hmm. on it's like and that's really huge and then when you do that it just really creates trust yep. it creates honor it creates all these amazing things and we just really value that so um next one is fun Just if you want to start talking about that and then i might you know jump in and we'll see where it goes from there but
0: well as you can tell from our intros you know, we like to be silly. We like to make jokes. No, we
1: don't. We don't like to be silly at all. We don't appreciate sarcasm or any of those kind I of. I hate sarcasm. No, it is the
0: worst. It's the worst. Sarcasm is directly from the devil, descended <laughs> from hell. It descended from hell. Descended I've never heard hell. that before. Hell is floating over your yeah. oh, head. Oh
1: man! Wow. You got to know a whole nother <laughs> theology. Yeah, I don't know if we're Where gonna. Where is go.
0: hell? Where is hell? That's a good question. Uh, I
1: think we should pass on that.
0: Okay. Discussion. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so let's talk about no. fun. How do we have fun? Oh, so we're okay. not talking about how we're talking about fun. Well, yeah. Those are a little bit different. Mm.
1: Some would say they're the same thing.
0: Hmm.
1: But That's another topic. That's a, that's a topic mm. for another day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: how
1: about how we have fun? Okay.
0: Yeah. So fun. We love jokes. We love we spent probably an hour today just figuring out these silly riddles oh it's
1: the best
0: like us and people who we live on their property they're in a different house i think we talked about it last week i don't know um and we love to play games and we love to go do fun things we love to laugh we love to tell fun stories we we try really hard to find fun in the difficult everyday life things the mundane stuff we're definitely still working on that i wouldn't say we're there a hundred percent but it's definitely a strong value of ours and there's plenty of times where we've kind of stopped and been like oh so
1: here's an example so we're at uh we live in tiny house so we have a loft up there and so we'll like you know change our pajamas we've got our dirty clothes from the day before and we'll put it up there (laughs) so oftentimes she'll go downstairs or i'll go downstairs and we will just pelt each other and yell, dirty clothes, bomb" And like, <laughs> pelt it melted down. Like, in the back of his head. And it just, it just starts the day so fun because it's just like, you know, because you could be like, uh, pick up your socks. And it's like, no, why don't we just make it fun that we have to clean our house, you know? And the all types of stuff like so that. This
0: is so much fun because it feels like a tree house. It's like a, a fort. It's like a fort. It's
1: so force, cool. Force, force, fort. 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 Treehouse and a treehouse and cabin and
0: a cabin, and it's like
1: we have our little mini fridges, and it's off to the side, and that's really cool because <laughs>
0: it's, like it's like we like got every snacks, kid's dream. It's, it's amazing, awesome. we love it.
1: So, we live in a little treehouse fort, and we love being up because we have 13 windows in our tiny house, so we can see like the whole yard. It's on the acre property, we're in the back of the acre, and oh, it's just amazing. And our beds so, on the second floor, like, and you then said. we'll just go out and I'll like play with my chickens at night, and I'll just hold them up on my finger and I raise we raise them since they're babies and they're kind of my little my little babies not that Justin doesn't like them too she does but I'll go up and I'll just hold them on my finger and pet them and it's just like that's that's what we do and we do a really long days hard work but mm-hmm. you know we really try to make sure that fun is just kind of within there so and we
0: stop and we reevaluate there's been times where it's been like oh hey we're not having fun we're not living according to this like okay let's Let's reroute a little bit. And that's the thing about these values. This isn't like, what are the ways that you are perfectly exhibiting these things in your life? It's like, no, this is what I've determined to live my life by. These are the Mm -hmm. values that I'm going to basically set my compass to. And then there's times where you get a gust of wind and it gets you off course and then you go, Mm -hmm. okay, no, this isn't in in accordance to my values. I'm going to make a little adjustment. So... that's that's definitely one that we do that we have to do that with a lot just because we run our own business we've got eighty thousand different projects going yeah you know we travel all the time we or traveling we sometimes you just get tired sometimes you get grumpy sometimes you get in the mundane
1: and sometimes you just have to get up in the midnight hour and make pancakes you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) yep yep so yeah it's good well let's move on uh direct communication action so Oh, this is a good this one. This is a really guys. good one, and people in our culture don't like this. No, nope. this we is don't not really an American values. It's not, but I'm Jewish, so <laughs> I don't play. You know, it's funny. I like oh, this is stereotype Jews are cheap or whatever, and I'm like I don't know if it's true or not, but I I I go with it. You know, and um, someone's like, yeah, someone they just kind of charge me more, and I said. No oh, no no, I'm Jewish. I don't pay th- I don't pay more than 13% less of than what, what it's worth. I mean, it's just I just don't play with that. And it, it's and then like, I tip love to 100%. negotiate. But yeah, we'll tip 100% on it. So it's a very strange thing. We we want to be generous, but I, we like the deal. We like the um, the negotiation. I do more than Jesslyn, but um, you know, I it drives me insane. When you go to these shops and then they don't have all their upcharges marked, I'm like I want avocado, I want bacon, it's gonna like, that'll be forty-seven dollars. Like my sandwich is only five. What do you mean? <laughs>
0: <laughs> do not upcharge oh, this man. Oh
1: my gosh, you will hear it from me. But yet I will tip you a hundred percent on what you. If you're my server, I will tip you 100%. I have no problem with that. But you better not charge me a dime more than it's said on the menu you were going (laughs) to charge me. Oh, no. No, 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 It's the integrity thing. It's integrity and it's direct communication. Don't try to slip something in there. And and we tell that to people and we're like, "Mm, we might not be the easiest to get along with. I think we're fun and they think we're, but we're intense people, you know? And that's okay. We've embraced that, right? But I will say, so like we moved in this property and we get along with our landlords. They're amazing. And we, you know interchange with them quite a bit and they'll invite us over we'll invite them over whatever and so when it comes to business we're very prompt we're very like if, if we're at a video shoot or we're doing a website we'll show up on time for the meeting or we'll let them know you know hey we're running behind or whatever but it, we won't just kind of stroll in late blah, blah, blah. but when it comes to social functions we have a different measuring thing and so we've told them like listen if it's a social function we're probably gonna be late if you really care about that you need to tell us please show up at this time I need to leave or this is when the movie starts or whatever it is. No problem. We often respect that or we'll be like, hey, you know what? We can't come because we're whatever. But it's <laughs> we we just we have a different clock than everybody. And so we try to be very clear about who we are, what we are, what we'll do, what we won't do. what we'll, And that's the, the boundaries aspect of this that I think is really important. We didn't really t- we didn't have boundaries so much in the values, but it, it plays into all these. And so if you don't if you're not communicating who you are. What you are, what you're willing to do, what you're not willing to do, and you're not communicating that through direct means, and not expecting people to read your minds. You know, I really struggle with that because no one can do that. I don't know what Jessalyn's thinking. I constantly challenge her. Please tell me what you're thinking. Tell me what you need. Um, she hated that question for so long. I'm like, what do you need? And it would just kind of freeze her for a little bit. But then she got to the point where she like has really grown and adapted and like loves this direct communication because she gets her needs met um, more often than not because she's able to communicate them.
0: And I think naturally, I'm a pretty direct person, but culturally it's been kind of worked out of me because the American culture is actually very indirect. So, I don't think most people realize that because Americans have the stereotype of being like loud and in your face and blah, 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 but we're kind of indirect about it mm-hmm. so the way this plays out is that everybody has a social filter that's just kind of culturally accepted it's a lens that we run stuff through where we kind of know if someone says hey um Can you do this by the 15th? We have a little radar that goes off in our head and go, oh, it would be more polite and they would like it better if we do this on the 10th. So Mm -hmm. you've got this hidden expectation that's not communicated where they really really want to say the 10th but they don't feel like they have that power Mm -hmm. and so they just have to hope that the other person has their little social radar on that says oh they look a little bit uncomfortable they'd probably rather that i do this on the 10th instead of the 15th which is what they said and the funny thing is ben and i are actually pretty good at reading that
1: but we've (laughs) we've
0: refused to bow to it yeah so we're very big on we're going to do what you, what we say and we expect you to do the same because, because we believe in people and we believe that, that they can rise up to that standard even though it's kind of a high one in today's culture. So if you say the 15th, we're going to take it that that's the deadline. You know, if you say that you're not angry, we're going to believe you.
1: Take it at face value.
0: But this creates a beautiful place of trust because when you create that kind of culture around you, everyone knows that there's nothing hidden. Mm -hmm. So when someone is angry, they can come bring it up and there can be resolution. And when someone says, hey, I need this done by this time, You know that that really is the time that it needs to be done. And then you can come, you can actually meet that need. And so, so much of our communication is done through passive, aggressive means and through manipulation. And that creates so much anxiety just as a culture because you have to go around trying to read everybody's thoughts. Well, maybe they're thinking this. Well, maybe when they said this, they actually meant that. Well, what did that little motion mean? Well, what did they think when... And it's exhausting. And I challenge you to just stop. Yeah. Just drop it. Let it go. And sometimes it's painful, but it's, it's, it's a good painful. It's ripping mm-hmm. off the band-aid. You know, it's letting things heal.
1: And there's freedom in and it. And
0: there's so much freedom. I used to run around just constantly trying to make everybody happy with the things that I thought they were thinking. And you can't know what's going on in somebody else's head. That is a rabbit hole you
1: don't want to go down. It it never
0: ends. And it's exhausting. But when you can drop that and start taking people at face value. And sometimes, and there's communication with that. We'll tell people, hey, we're going to believe what you say. So just tell us straight. And if we feel like people aren't, sometimes we'll push them on it. Like, hey. Hey, you you
1: said this. Is is that that, what you meant? Or my interpretation of what you said was this. Help me understand, is that was what you're trying to say?
0: Yeah. Because and, we actually want to people, understand people, people.
1: get really uncomfortable at first, and then they really appreciate it after they kind of go through that process with us a lot of times. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, and we're not perfect at it, and we have our, our indirect communication moments, and, and sometimes there's a softness to the indirect, and I understand that kind of saving face. But, but by and large, we're we want to... are not rude about it. No.
0: But, yeah, it's we... It's a strong value of ours. Yep. Yeah. It just it creates safety, and so we don't do it because it's like oh well, we want to be jerks, but we do it because it's like hey we want to be able to communicate directly with you and you to communicate directly to us because it creates safety.
1: Yeah, it's good. We we'll move on to vision. So, um, vision is purpose. But vision is, I it, it's not where we're at right now, but it's where we're going, and I can see it, and I'm and I'm going after it, and w- we really. There are very few things that we don't do that aren't driven by an actual, like a, a vision or a a purpose behind it. And we're very intentional, you know, it could be another word for it. And so, I mean, gosh, we felt like we were supposed to move across the country. Um, we were living in Northern California in a town called Redding, and we ended up coming back for a visit and we had some opportunities open up and some things in our heart. We felt like we were supposed to move across the country and so... Uh, we did. <laughs> we And yep. we didn't have a job lined up. We work um, self-employed. And so, we, I mean, we had clients and stuff like that. But, um, you know, we didn't know what it was going to be. We didn't know we were going to live. We ended up staying with some people um, for a couple of months. They graciously hosted us. And then we ended up getting in the tiny house. But it was pretty wild because, um, you know, we did that all based on vision. And there's a lot of different things that, you know, um, I'll do for love. I'd never do for money. And so, you know, it, and it's really cool to live like that because then you make choices differently. Um, you don't let circumstances so much determine. I mean, there's sometimes you just have to do what you have to do. You got to pay your taxes. <laughs> you got to do all the good <laughs> stuff. You know, but the vision of that is that you're living honorably, I guess. But my point in saying that is, you know, it it's just a different way to live. We get up every morning and we're enthralled. And that's way better than getting up and droning on because this is what everyone else does and this is what you're supposed to do and this is what you're doing. You get up and you go to your 9-to-5. And I'm not knocking if you have a 9-to-5 because some people really love that and that's awesome. We That's not a good fit for us, but um, you know, but don't go to your 9-to-5 if that's not where you're supposed to be. It's a waste of your life. Don't waste your life.
0: And this even comes into play with the way we interact with clients and the way we take or don't take jobs. So we, we're we not necessarily going to take on a project just because someone's paying us to do it. Mm-hmm. But if we don't feel like... the The vision behind our company is helping small businesses thrive. If we feel like something that a client's asking us to do... Isn't in alignment with that, like, isn't going to help their business move forward, help them thrive, isn't going to be in alignment to that. We're not going to do it just because they're paying us, you know. We are out to help people. And if what we're doing isn't helping people, we don't want to do it. Yeah. And there's And there's
1: exceptions to that. Where it's like, okay, well, a client will ask us to do something. We're like, yeah, I don't know if that's the best, but, you know, but we also respect the their leadership and, and all that kind of thing. So oh, yeah, it's not like we put our foot down, but if there's something that we're like, this is actually just a waste of time and money. We're not we going we to just, we don't want to just take the money, money just to have, so we can say we have an income or whatever. We really want to make sure that we're packing a punch with what we do, you know? And so you just want to serve that aim. And that yeah. works in a lot of things that we do. Um, I'll let Jocelyn talk about the last one. And, you know, maybe you can tie in vision into, like, our holistic health and where we're going with that. Because a lot of the choices we've made are, are, t- are tied to that, too, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so the sixth core value that <laughs> I added here that I insisted on putting in was holistic health. This is really important to both of us i'm sure you could tell that it was huge for me because i went on about it for quite a while in last week's podcast but it's very important to us to live healthy in all realms of our life that's where the thrive comes from it's about thriving and this is yeah Kind of an overarching one, so maybe we can just call this the umbrella that goes over the other five. <laughs> Look
1: at her trying to backpedal. <laughs> yeah. That was cute. Love this woman right here. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead, honey. You can have six.
0: <laughs> Yay, six. Um so You
1: can even. That's awesome.
0: I can even, guys. Two four six. This is kind of an 16. inside joke. Uh, we'll talk uh, about, about it about later. Time. Someday. Maybe. You'll see. Or maybe we won't. So, <laughs> we really, you know, he talked about health and vision being tied together. And they really are. Because we want to do great things with our life. And you can't do great things with your life if you're tired and sluggish and have chronic fatigue syndrome and your emotional health is spinning out of whack and your spiritual health isn't anywhere near anything. And you can't help other people if mm-hmm. you're in that state. You can't affect change in the world if you're in that state. Or maybe you can for a while. If there's but an there's, end
1: that comes. There's a burnout that's inevitable. Yep, there's no sustainability there.
0: Yeah. And we've both experienced burnout and we've both kind of gone, hmm, let's not do that again. Well, talk about
1: your health journey in the last few months. Yeah. I think that's a really good example of some changes that we've made that I would say we move from surviving to thriving in.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Mine too, but I kind of came along with your push for it.
0: Last year, I was. By like end of 2016, early 2017, I was. I was pretty sick. I had. I never got diagnosed, but I'm pretty sure I had fibromyalgia. Um, You know, I'm 23. I was 22 at the time. So, you know, I was a little young to be experiencing all of this. But I would lie in bed at night and just be in so much pain. My whole body would hurt. My hands hurt. Pretty much 24-7, mm-hmm. they would get worse sometimes. And I would just ask Ben. I'm like, can you please just rub my hands? They hurt so bad. So he would, like, massage my hands. Or, like, sometimes I would even just, like, sort of gently bite my fingers to just try and, like, diffuse the pain a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was so tired. I, um, I, there were days I just couldn't get out of bed. I would have to, like, call in sick to work or school or whatever and just i i was i was a wreck i was shot and so i was it finally hit me i'm like okay i can't do this i've got to make a change i can't have my entire life stolen from me at the age of 22 Mm -hmm. like that's not okay and i i don't think it's okay at 65 i don't i don't think it's okay at at any age like we're meant to live healthy and to feel healthy so i cut out everything from my diet i cut out nuts and gluten and grains and potatoes even and some fruits, some <laughs> different fruits and yeah. like legumes and like dairy and like the whole i basically ate meat and vegetables I
1: and mean, even some meats i think you stayed away from a little bit here and there
0: yeah, I particularly eating any lunch pork meat or like lunch that. meat yeah. or anything like basically I was eating beef, chicken, lamb,
1: and venison, thank venison. you very much. Yeah. Oh yeah, so
0: good. And mm-hmm. vegetables. Um and within a few weeks I started to feel better. It was amazing. Like the, the brain fog was going away, the pain was going away. I was starting to get energy back. And so we just kept moving forward with it. And then I was able to kind of pinpoint that gluten was the issue. And I was able to add most of the other stuff back in varying degrees depending on, you know, how bad it is for you. We still try to stay away from sugar Mm -hmm. to some extent. And even some grains. And even some grains and stuff. So, but pulled gluten out and then Ben joined me and he pulled gluten out of his diet and started – just overall feeling healthier. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. So now, I'm, a year later, I have full energy. We go run at the gym. We work out. We work really long days, some days. Yeah. And we run our own business that has so many different facets. And it's amazing because of the changes that we've made. And so, we feel like that's so important for sustainability and for the, for the vision that we have for our life.
1: Well, and even like, are we happy? (laughs) No, it's huge. Are we not depressed? You know, are we like in our sweet spot? You know, and those things apply to health too and Mm -hmm. and vision. And so personally I'm driven by, I'm driven. Like if I'm doing something of purpose, generally I'm happier. It's not, it's not a direct one-to-one correlation, but it's it's pretty related, you know, or if I'm doing something worthwhile, if I'm helping someone, if I'm, um, you know, working on a project that's bringing something forward, you know, I, I'm going to be good. But if I'm just doing meaningless tasks, even if it's necessary meaningless tasks, like, you know, filling out paperwork or whatever that, I mean, you know, they're meaningless, <laughs> meaningful in the long run, but, you know, seemingly meaningless tasks or whatever. I, it's just, it's really hard. So we really try to monitor that and see, like, all right, how are we doing this thing? So I would say, I don't know what you would say, but I would say we're probably... Eight out of 10 on the meter, if I had to put it that way, in, yeah. in all of this stuff. I think there's definitely room for growth, but I mean, you know, you look back a few months and we were probably four or five, or maybe even six, um, depending And factoring health in there and all those kind of things. And so I don't know where, what would you say we're at?
0: Like a seven? Seven. But up there. I mean, I was probably at a.
1: You were lower three, than I was. Yeah or something like that because it was
0: like stuff I was doing wasn't you know I wasn't thriving in that my health was a wreck There's just a lot that wasn't good and we have made so much progress and we are constantly moving forward in this and like he said you know we check in with each other regularly like hey how are you doing how are we doing like and even just before we recorded the podcast it was like Ben I feel sad and we don't look at sadness of like, oh, this is bad and you have to make it go away. But mm-hmm. it is like, Oh, there's it's, something it's here we need to indicator. pay
1: attention to. Yeah, it's a sign. And so we sat so we down and we talked. To figure and, that out.
0: You know, there's some stuff in my life that I was kinda hanging on to that it was good to let go, just some emotional baggage that we were able to pinpoint and move forward from there. And so yeah, it's it's yeah, really it's good. It's good.
1: It's good. Well, why don't you read a couple of these um first one being from mel she posted on our social media so it was really cool so she listened to it she accepted the challenge this is what she said about her family i'll let jesslyn read that one and then we've got a couple more and then we've got a challenge at the end and that'll wrap up our time um
0: yeah yeah so she said i'm just gonna read what she wrote here not on the list because it is above all else love the lord your god with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself and then her list is living in abundance and health and wealth, changing our food system by opting out of uh, opting out. I'm sorry, <laughs> of conventional food production, embracing our crazy, creative ADHD family, and stop trying to keep up with neurotypical standards. Impart an understanding of where food comes from to our children. Animals die to for us to eat them, and that's okay. But it needs to be understood: meat is not produced in the back of the grocery store. Teach our family respect, respect for our soil, plants, animals, family, neighbors, and strangers. So that's that's really awesome. Just Yeah, it's so cool. I
1: love that. Because it's, it's not the same thing as us and it doesn't need to be. And all the things we were talking about, you don't need to have our values. We're not trying to ever say that. There's some things I think you should have. like Direct communication is a strong value that I think will really help, could help society or would help society if people embrace that. But a lot of this stuff, you know it's kind of how we're hardwired but she's hardwired obviously differently in the way her family's made up and I think she's got kids and stuff like that but
0: yeah um, and I know Melanie and she's she's focused on a lot of really amazing like health stuff and sustainability and just you know all that kind of stuff as you can see from that and so she's got a really amazing target focus on that and like you said it's different than ours and there's some overlap yeah, there, but it's, great. it's beautiful. Yeah,
1: it's awesome. We also, uh, had another listener and, and she was talking with us and she said, yeah, we, well, this is what I came up with for mine. And, um, her family overlaps with some, she's a mom of a few, I think four. Yeah. mom of four. And she said, um, her name's Diane. She said, I was designed for relationship, community, and connection. Um, enjoying the process cause it all matters. Um, Number two, knowing how to do stuff. She wanted to be able to just, uh, the value of like, I can fix that, or I can upload that to the computer, or I can plug in that DVD player, or whatever it is, or I can fill out my taxes. She just wanted to know how to do stuff.
0: I can make soap.
1: I can make soap. Yeah, she makes soap. It's really cool.
0: I can just all the different life skills that most people don't even have.
1: Yeah. And then um, another another one was think about the way, the why, and actually choose the one that she wants. And I think that's really important. Um, a lot of people make a lot of choices based on should. I should do this, I should do this, I should do this. And she's like, well, let's take a step back. What is the point of this? Okay, why? All right, now I'm going to choose because of that why instead of uh, just kind of going with the flow. Um, another one she said was avoiding bondage. Um Commitment is good, but bondage is bad. And I think that that's really powerful if you guys can pick up on this. Um, So if you commit to something because you choose to and you own that choice and you're doing the things that you need to to execute that choice, that's great. But as soon as that thing owns you, whether it's debt or whether it's a a commitment on your calendar or whether it's I mean, it can be any area, really. Um, you've got an issue and you've got to deal with that. And so you got to be careful not to let it um, move into bondage or, or let that thing own you. You need to be a powerful person in control of your life, your actions, your choices, and you know, that kind of thing. So that was really good. And then um, the last one she had is that more is accomplished with God in rest than striving will ever produce. And I think that that's just kind of going with the flow of life, the rhythms of life. Um, and God kind of orchestrates that. And so a lot of times you um, will be pushing up against something and, you know, he's saying wait or however that works. And so I just think um, I think that's a really powerful practice, too, is to do things out of a place of rest not out of a place of strife and exhaustion. And, you know, there's a balance to that. So you had one more I think we wanted to share um, with everybody.
0: Yeah. So this is our last set here. Um, so this is from Alex and Corey, and they said they're a married couple, and this is their values for the two of them, is community, so that comes into, like, they save time so they can have time for other people, and even just the way they arrange their finances... So, you know, they mentioned, like, living frugally so that you have the time and the money to spend on investing in community. Then honor, respect for people as individuals and not having expectations of them. Um, so being able to kind of recognize that each person is a unique individual and they get to make their own choices. Um freedom no debt or financial obligations no shoulds so that goes back to what diane was talking about of you know kind of knowing your why and choosing like doing things based on the choice that you make versus something i should do this and then i thought this was good under the umbrella of freedom an end date to commitments mm, that's so like good. i'm willing to commit to doing this for six weeks or how about like that yeah I'll drive you to the airport these three times and versus like yeah I'll drive you to the airport forever always anytime you ask me every time in the middle of the night whatever you want you know and then then it starts to own you but you set an end date on it and then you're able to commit and still have freedom um the next one is Um, Rest, so having time for fun, having time to just be lazy and have good times to rest, to recover, and then balance. So they said that this kind of monitors and manages the other four things where you don't overdo or underdo something and you know that there can be too much of a good thing. You're willing to make minute adjustments and so they gave the example of, well, is your freedom dishonoring somebody else? You've got to have the va- the balance there, yeah, and so it's, it's like balancing it's the four, their other four core values. And I just I thought that was a really good perspective. Oh, That's
1: Good, I loved. It. Thank you guys for your responses, and if anyone yeah, else hasn't, really please it. write us. We'd love to hear it. We'd love mm-hmm. to share that. Shout out to all you guys for doing that. Appreciate it. And uh, I had another challenge as we end here. This will be the last thing we do. Um, So the challenge for this week is to step into direct or what we would call brave communication. So brave communication um, would be speaking up nicely (laughs) where you wouldn't normally. And so it might be uncomfortable. It might push your comfort zone. You might have to step out of the boat in a sense. But um, So try that. Okay, it, some people are better at this than others. Some people, it depends on your upbringing, depends on your culture, all that kind of things. But try that. Get outside your comfort zone and try to have a communication where if there's a boundary or there's a, something that you are hoping to see happen, that, um, or even the way you're feeling about something or whatever, that you would communicate that person directly one on one in a, a manner that's honorable, but in a manner that might be uncomfortable for you. And then I'd love it if you wrote us a nondescript example. So don't call anybody out, well, they were in my way and this, blah, 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 <laughs> you know, and put their name in there and all that. But, you know, nondescript example of how you chose to um, opt for direct or honest communication, brave communication versus letting an opportunity pass you by as you might have previously done. So that's your challenge. Step into brave, um, direct communication this week. And we'd love to hear from you. So thanks for joining in.
0: Thanks, everybody. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.